Prepare yourself for VG Empire 147. Uh, I'm your host, Brett Elston. Uh, joining me are two guests, including a first-timer oh, who boy. has never been on the show Ooh. before. Mike Lund here. Uh, how you doing, everybody? Happy to be on the show. Frequent listener. Happy to be uh, joining up for the first time. What would you say is your favorite episode of this show? Oh, I, don't, I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> been a while. The, the I, I did use it as when we started... Uh, commuting more it was like my oh let's listen to these i did like the yearly wraps up because you got a little bit of everything oh, those yeah. were nice yeah <laughs> they were long but uh gotta get a lot of money <laughs> and then there's pat uh patrick kulikowski with a k of Earthrealm. uh-huh i'm gonna call you potty mouth pat here <laughs> <laughs> you're making me start this recording over behind the yeah, scenes it wasn't that bad what what a, what you're a, gonna be sleeping out it's a family show it's a family, it's a family show. show i get it, I get um, it. so <laughs> obviously we've been doing the show now for many many years back to 2011 and uh it's gone through a rotating uh, list of cast members, um, and now we are at a spot where, just up front, like, and we've mentioned this before, no surprise, uh, all three of us work at Capcom. <laughs> Hello! Uh, and, uh, and guess what? This episode is all about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and uh, and it's, you know, it comes from a place of love, just like any of the other series we've done yeah. in the past. I've uh, co- covered just about every other game, uh, made major franchise I can think of. There's not a whole lot left after six, seven years of doing this that we haven't you know, really addressed in some way. Still plenty of mileage we can get out of the show, but Immortal Kombat was one we just hadn't really gone down that road yet. And with MK11 coming out recently, mm. uh, it seemed like a good time to look back at the beginnings of the series and look at, uh, we came in with Mortal Kombat 1, kind of the attract mode or the, you know... It's like the scrolly menu, all the characters yeah, flying across. in the beginning the story, is the track the name. Prologue the prologue. So th- that music is played in the player select for the arcade and the mm-hmm. SNES mm-hmm. version. And I grew up with the SNES version. I'm the odd duckling of this So I kind of did too. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, with the obvious discrepancy between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat out of the way, um, <laughs> still haven't done a Street Fighter episode, which is strange, but uh, that's one of those that's so big, much like all the Rocktobers that we've done, where like mm. no no one or two episodes is going to encompass Street Fighter. So yeah, that's true. One, one day we'll get there. Um, but yeah, just happy to always keep this music uh, out there and part of the conversation, but yeah, big part of my childhood for sure. For sure, and Mortal yeah. Kombat is like it's inescapably uh, us being you know whether you're born in the '80s or '90s, mm-hmm. like this is a thing you grew up with. And watching one Street Fighter two just change arcades. Arcades were like still booming, and it was mostly four player beat 'em ups. And then when Street Fighter came out, Street Fighter two, it was the race for the next big fighting mm-hmm. game. And mm-hmm. within a year, a year and some change, there was this instead of sprites, there was this looked like Hollywood actors in stuntmen costumes, <laughs> like real people punching each other in this very Enter the Dragon, you know, uh, just martial arts movie aesthetic. Big but, Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, def- definitely inspired by that, too. And uh, obviously the thing it was known for, super violent, blood oh, everywhere, and yeah. then the finishing moves, of yep. course, where all of a sudden what now seem almost tame by comparison to what we're doing in some of the more modern <laughs> games, but just seeing something so intense of Sub-Zero ripped that guy's head off. Mm-hmm. And just how special moves were this unknown quantity with Street Fighter, and it was like a year of everyone in the arcade discovering how does this character play, how do you do that move. I saw the computer do it, and every magazine, even in coverage, is like scrambling to keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, Mortal Kombat was the same, where the first time you saw the computer, what? Like, <laughs> what, is what, fini- what, what does finish him even mean? Like, yeah. we don't even know. 
Also, they actually did uh, make a special finish her for yes, Sonya Blade. They actually there is a spe- <laughs> and back in that day, back in the day, I'm surprised they made the distinction yeah. instead yeah. of like that's yeah. a whole other VO we got to record. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder if they planned that from the beginning or it just came up like oh oh crap oh crap. I, <laughs> I well from what I heard they uh, they released like this test version mm. of Mortal Kombat without Sonya in it, and after four months of uh, just the public play testing it. Uh, they got feedback to include like a female character, and I think that's how they mm. figured out Sonya. Nice uh, for that, yeah. Um, but yeah, like a lot of this instead of uh, well, you did still have um, similar inputs as Street Fighter, like quarter circles, forward, but mm-hmm. but they're also yeah, just like back back and down up, and yeah. like uh, or like you know, well, Scorpion. There's a fireball to teleport, but then Raiden has a teleport that's down up. And yeah, right. Lucky enough to have a bowling alley that had both of Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and over the years would kind of like sure. get the new ones. Yeah, Eventually yeah. it would be like UMK3 and like Super yeah. Street Fighter 2. Yep. Um, and going back and forth between them was it was always great, but it was always tough because my like the block button complex oh, of yeah. two or sorry Mortal Kombat and then having like a run button added, I was like, oh, oh this yeah, is and three, <laughs> yeah. But the the attract of like just the fatalities and doing all that stuff and mm-hmm. that just I, I I still love it to this day. Bought the recent one and it's uh, definitely gotten a lot gorier. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. the fatalities used to be like a you know uppercut them and. He explodes into like eighteen rib eighteen cages. Eighteen rib like, cages. Uh, still see, my favorite. See, now John- ripping somebody in half, like Wish yeah. One style, like super gore. Johnny Cage's nut punch is what always gets me. That's classic. <laughs> yeah, it's been there, been there since day one. Since day one. Um, but Mortal Kombat was like, obviously the arcade was where it started in ninety two. Um, yeah, ninety two, ninety three. It came home to multiple consoles and. On Mortal Monday. Mortal Monday. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, technically, every Monday is Mortal Monday. Uh, no one's immortal just yet. But um, we, you got different versions. There was Super NES, Genesis, Game mm-hmm. Boy, Game Gear. Yep. Every version has distinct pros and cons to yeah. the point where, yeah. like, det- and then Sega CD came shortly after. But that's right. a weirdo version. That's mm. basically the Genesis version with CD soundtrack. And, right, um, right. But... Obviously, the Super NES version looked better, looked looked closer to the arcade one, and that's what I was more concerned with as a kid. I'm like, I want it to be the, as most authentic as possible, mm-hmm. sure. look, look and feel, and the, the blood is a big part, but I just like how the game plays, and I want it to look pretty. Um, and the Genesis one, well, the Super NES one famously omitted the fatality, well, changed the fatalities, yeah. changed the blood to sweat, and... Yeah. You know, really changed the way the game felt, and that was enough to like. Just you know, most people are like, "Hell no!" <laughs> or, right. Or, give, <laughs> it's America, man. Give me the blood one. But you still a- needed a code for the A B A C A B B. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, so, bar recently with the yeah. terrible no D pad Genesis controller is like, <laughs> yes. Like I think we know this. We got this. Yeah, we were in a bar and like, <laughs> yeah, we both bonded over uh, Mike and I. Just like we were oh, at yeah. a friend's house, mutual friend's house, and she had <laughs> Ultimate MK three on Super yeah. Super NES, and it's like, oh yeah. Oh, uh, you guys broke y- the game somehow. Yeah, yeah the, the game it. broke somehow. <laughs> I remember that. And then also, uh, it's just like who remembers more? Like we all remember Mortal Kombat one fatalities. Who here yeah. remembers Mortal Kombat three fatalities? Yeah, yeah no. that was just like I, I do one is like all right, that's not too bad. And I see him do the was it sector Sector's crash compactor, and I'm like okay, let's, uh, let's go low punch run run block. I yeah. think a lot of it is like if you ask me, I can't. It's it has to be the, memory, the chaos yeah. of the moment. Like ah. Uh, I could never remember fatalities. I always needed some kind of cheat guidebook with me. I definitely had a uh, like an encyclopedia that had like game magazines, printouts that had Killer Instinct stuff, Mortal oh, Kombat yeah. stuff, mm. Street Fighter yeah. stuff, weird other fighting game stuff. 
There was an issue of game players that had. Well, I'll talk about that when we get to Mortal Kombat too. But <laughs> n- you know, no, it's just like Street Fighter. No amount of like bantering back and forth will really like encapsulate how big a deal this game was and just how much we were all playing it. And then when it came to the home consoles, the Genesis version famously left all the blood and fatalities in at the sacrifice of some of the you know, you know quality of the graphics. I think the Sub Zero and Scorpion sprites were actually identical mm-hmm. because in the actual arcade they have different poses. Mm-hmm. Scorpion right. has his back his on up, back, yeah. and Sub Zero is more of a like you know come at me with his fists up. Mm. But uh, <laughs> that was not the case in Genesis one to save memory. So the blood's there. The music was pretty drastically reimagined, oh, and yeah. that's for, for whatever Genesis, reason. Yeah. That music stuck with me so much more than the main arcade score or the Super NES equivalent. Mm. And over the years, I I just really came to like both versions a lot for their own reasons. But at this point, I think I'm just full-on Genesis mode because the music is so good. It, it, mm. it stands out in its own way. I went back when we were talking about doing this and went back and listened to like the arcade one, SNES one, especially the arcade one. It reminds me of like you know Midway. They made a ton of games. Oh, for yeah. some reason, it reminded me of like kind of like a pinball-y <laughs> sounding like music. It's kind of very tinny, which totally it, makes sense. I realized because Dan Ford and the composer was a pinball composer. Yeah, as well, so, oh, yes. nice. but then the Genesis one has like the very, you know very distinct Genesis sound effects, but mm. they're very pronounced. Some songs are more inspired by, and they, you you hear very similar things, but then some are you know definitely pretty different. So, mm. man. Uh, and then famously also for this game was the uh, it was the first time they introduced a rating on the box. Mm. This is pre-ESRB, about a year and a half before the ESRB. So Sega, right. I guess Sega of America introduced their own rating. This was MA13. That's right. And then there <laughs> 13 was a, and up. <laughs> and then there was MA17. Uh, and then GA, I think, was the other Genesis one. Yes, sounds um, right. And Nintendo would not really adopt one until the next year, in 94, when the ESRB is formed... But in Mortal Kombat 2, when it did come out, this is my little history lesson. <laughs> when Mortal Kombat 2 came out, uh, it came out one month before the ESRB was formally like, okay, pa- game packaging has ratings on it. Yeah. DKC, Donkey Kong Country, was the first game with a KA, you know, pre-E for everyone rating. Right. Um, Mortal Kombat on Super NES, when they were like, we ain't going through that again. The blood's in there. Everybody get back in the pool, the Deadpool. The acid pool. Oof. Deadpool. <laughs> wait, for the, M- wait for the MK2 the de- section. The dead <laughs> yeah. space pool. Uh, <laughs> the acid pool. Um, Paul Watt. Yeah. <laughs> See? We, we all remember. Uh, when you... Uh, man, what was I go? Oh, so the, Mortal, the Com- Mortal Kombat 2 MK2. had this special, like, bespoke one-off... Not intended for players under the age of seventeen. Right. And, and it said, M- "Did it say MA seventeen no. on that SNES box?" No. But okay, it did have the disclaimer. I because there was a special disclaimer yes. just yeah. for this game, and then the next month, it's like ESRB is here. That is I such remember. a wild thing to think about. I think with especially with all of us, it's like there's you know just kind of had to, especially when you're a big target like Mortal Kombat. I think back in the day, mm. yeah. had to make it well known, but it was all kind of just at your discretion. Yeah, yeah, what that thing was, <laughs> and it's like I'm I don't know. I'm sure they were under no legal obligation to put that there, but. I might have just been preventing pressure. themselves. Yeah, like, just you know, CYA. Um, yeah. But uh, talking about the music um, in the arcade, of course, it was always hard to hear <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, so I true. still have a memory of being on a roller skate rink and like some girl I was interested in in like sixth grade, <laughs> oh, and God. I and I was so convinced. I'm like, and you know, perfect twelve year old logic. I'm like, look, this game is cool. And if I do a fatality and people see me do it, then I'm going to be cool. <laughs> and and I'm just like. Hey everybody, look at this! 
and it's total like Martin Prince pantsing himself or something from <laughs> Simpsons where I like I try to do the I'm like I know it's four down forward high punch that's how you do his fatality it's the easiest thing in the world and I'm like playing Sub Zero and I'm like here I go and I just mess it up punch and the guy falls over and everyone's like watch what boo, what? boo. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like watch what and I'm like no uh you oh you should have seen it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then like, and then I probably lost the next round, and then now I'm just like, I gotta. I, where, where, where does the girl come into this? Yeah. <laughs> well, because she was who I yelled at. I'm like, I, I called her specifically. I'm like, hey, go look. And then of course that attracts like, hey, somebody. Sure. Uh, we're all twelve. Someone's about to embarrass themselves trying to impress <laughs> this person. Uh, that person was me. Uh, therefore, I don't go to skating rinks or play video games anymore. <laughs> Rip. Uh, but the music uh, for this game, uh, you mentioned the composer. For the arcade, Dan, Dan Ford, Ford and, yeah. um, but we're actually going to play some tracks between the arcade and Genesis because mm-hmm. I feel a lot of people will remember the arcade one for obvious reasons. Yeah. If you could actually hear it back in the day, um, but then there was a CD, right? Uh, yeah, there was an official CD release after MK2, which included uh, like the first half is MK2 soundtrack, the uh-huh. last half is MK1s, and that actually has the full-on arcade versions, like like Mick like very well mixed and clear mm. and hearing that for the first time after being so used to the SNES versions was like night and day oh, like yeah, holy crap yeah. this is incredible no, no compression and like yeah yeah um, uh it's <clears throat> it's insane but uh but the Genesis yeah. composer uh arranger Matt Furness mm-hmm. who's been on the show a couple times already yeah. well not not in metaphys- person metaphorically speaking <laughs> metaphorically. uh his work has been on the show yes. uh for Alien 3 yep. uh, just some great Genesis bops if i may oh, he yeah. did the Alien 3 Genesis one yeah yep. i had that one yeah. there is yep. a lot of good stuff we in covered there. that in a previous episode nice. with Tim yeah uh, Terry friend he's, of he's, the show he used to be a capcom yes <laughs> in our hearts <laughs> in our hearts but he'd been on the show prior to that the journey of our lives everyone yes. has unfolded on the show <laughs> indeed um but yeah, you had some CD liner notes about the MK soundtrack yeah. before we get into the tracks. I mean, this gets pretty technical, even beyond my scope. But um, uh, obviously, we we should mention Midway, right? They they made this game. Uh, the original MK uh, used Midway's Yamaha Okidata uh, video sound system, and that's the same sound system that was used in NBA Jam and Terminator 2. Um, and it has three sound-generating components, like basically... A, 8-bit DAC, that's like a digital to analog converter, um, a DPCM 4-bit digitizing uh, chip, and an FM synthesizer. And basically all the music, sound, and voice were written by Dan Ford and programming like note lists in assembly language. That's gross. Which is just insane, right? (laughs) Like, And uh, I mean, that was part of the course for most... uh, uh, like, game composers at the time was you, you had, had to, to be, program that stuff in yeah. with with uh, all this uh, complicated which, code. Yeah, stuff, which so. is why like yeah. so much of the show we spend time talking about you know music from the eighties and nineties. But like it wasn't just you had to be super talented to compose and like come up with the original arrangements and the music. Yep. It's like a lot of these people are then like time to put it in the game <laughs> by hand. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. But uh, what, what do you have cooking for us on the uh, uh Well, I guess list? just to talk really quick, you know, game-wise, character-wise, you get the, I think it was seven playable, Kano, Liu Kang, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Sonya. Mortal Kombat! Yeah, so... <laughs> I intentionally put those in there in that yeah. order. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that's of, from the... Of Techno Syndrome. Yeah, okay, yeah. I now, gotcha. I, now I get it. So... Here's another side story about that. So, obviously, we all know the... Immortals soundtrack, right? The oh, so here, this, here. this thing we all yeah. we all know this. Here we go. Psh, psh. 
so <laughs> it's so it's so good yeah. it's so 90s Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah so and, and the shout yeah. there we go so this this nonsense glow sticks yeah. oh and it, <laughs> it's full on like Jumping off of walls. <laughs> fun, fun fact, I used to take Taekwondo lessons in like third grade, and we would have like this open sparring session, and the uh, the, <laughs> ma- the the Taekwondo master would put this song wow, on while man, we wow. did it. Talk uh, about getting like, yikes. you know, little kids pumped up. It was it a was, so uh, bloodbath. They, yeah. the, the, they had the, r- the legal clearance to do that, right, for a public session? <laughs> yeah. We got uh, to bust this down. Well, I, think, I, don't, I don't think that facility is open in Tom's River, New Jersey anymore. <laughs> so say no, that say no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so that is by the Immortals. And they, you know, the, the legend goes they were given, you know, very little time, and they wrote some cheesy lyrics about <laughs> all the characters. You know, Sub Zero. That album Chin- is precious. Chinese man. Ninja Warrior. Uh, the song about Raiden is just incredible. Uh, the lyrics describing Raiden, and it's literally just a song of every song describing the character. Yeah. Sonya Blade, I'm 26 and on my way. Johnny Cage is not afraid Johnny to Cage die. Is not afraid to die. <laughs> uh, the Kano song. Just every one of them is their own special jewel. That I love unironically. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love it. Especially yep. in the early mid nineties to have any dance music when everything was either grunge or like country crossover hits, <laughs> at least where I was. Right. I'm like, give me the dance music. Whatever you got. Cotton Eye Joe, I'm number one fan. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but we so the Immortals did this and then that song became such a thing yeah. that it ends up in the movie. And it ends up becoming arguably the most famous Mortal Kombat thing that has ever existed. Yeah. Because if anyone knows anything in the world about Mortal Kombat, they probably can name, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah. And then they probably know that scream and or the yep. song. Yeah. Uh, also, that first movie is amazing. <laughs> Saw it four times in the theater, <laughs> freshman year of high school. Uh, still remember seeing it as a kid. Really still, did. Still holds up. They did a great yeah. job. Yeah. The second one, the exact opposite. Annihilation. <laughs> but it is. How, how excited is Because I, I saw the first one and like and finally discovered Annihilation or whatever it was called. Was Annihilation, yeah. wasn't it? Annihilation. Annihilation and was the Finally getting to see it and being like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sold out the first opening night. Like We had to go like two towns over to catch yeah. some other theater and... Man, within the first ninety seconds, I'm like, oh no! Yeah, that was <laughs> summer '95. All the side characters are uh, here. Yeah, the first movie was summer '95. Yeah, uh, like August, I think. And my only really downside of it at the time was Sub Zero and Scorpion are just not a thing, and right. they were arguably the most famous characters. So it was like, but they're just. I hope you like Sindel. They're just not doing anything in this movie. And again, it's about Liu Kang and Shang Tsung, and that's the yep. the back. That's the real story, you Linda know. Nashby as Johnny Cage, uh, but the casting is good. Yeah, like everyone in there, casting. it does such a good job. The Goro stuff is all incredible. Oh yeah, <laughs> how how they made that work? Like, go look that up. That's a whole separate thing. But this all then teed up Mortal Kombat to become a live action TV show, mm-hmm. an animated series yeah, that's too. also amazing in its own oh. way. <laughs> uh, those types. It's combat time. Uh, yeah, no, the, combat. There was that VHS too, Mortal Kombat Conquest. Yes. Uh, yep. Which had uh, behind the scenes of the, of the movie. movie. Yep. Yeah. So this was like a full-on multimedia thing, and it all starts from this game. And uh, you can thank it all to the music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll go into a few songs here. Um, this was I wanted to compare the ar- the arcade one because that's what a lot of people will remember mm. into the Genesis version, which I think is the one that just over the decades is what stuck with me the most. Um, My Nintendo kid heart, man. It's crumbling. I mean, that, I was, <laughs> dude, I was, you know, a hardcore Nintendo yeah. fan, but I just, and I definitely stuck by the Super NES version. Mm. Um, Same. But as time wore on, I'm like, 
I'm finding myself listening to this Genesis music and not the Super NES. It's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll do the hall. So we'll start with that as a sampling of like mm. what the Genesis can do. After that, we'll go to the courtyard between Arcade and Genesis, Warrior Shrine, same thing, and then the pit, which <laughs> one arguably the, the most famous stage uh, where you could. If you didn't know anyone's fatality, everyone was just like, well, I'll just uppercut you because that's the big yeah. It looks kind of like a fatality. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a big, like, dramatic move. Um, and then at least down the pit, if you uppercut as a finishing move, they'll fall off the pit, go into the spikes, and it's super nasty down there with, like, severed heads and stuff. Right. So uh, the arcade version will play, which I, which I love. Uh, the, the Genesis one is completely different. Um, but the pit I loved about... What I loved about this song was this, uh, more than anything else in the game, reminded me or made me really feel this, like, fighting for your life sensation because that's one thing. It's it's always been a super serious game. Even when the fatalities got kind of goofy and started going into there's some sillier ones, this is before any of that where it's just deadly serious. And I, and I agree. After so many games where you're just super serious all the time, you kind of got to have a little bit of, you know, like tongue in cheek, a little yeah. more levity mm. into it. Even MK2, it's friendships, so they're already kind of, they're already like, hey, here we go. And then babalities come in, and, uh, so they already start having fun with it very quickly. But the first one is like no nonsense. There is no fun allowed. This is a everyone in this game is going to die except one person, and that's who wins. Mm. And it, when the second game came out, you're like canonically, well, who won? Because everybody's supposed to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're like, well, so wait, nobody died? Sorry, that guy can't die. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, he's too important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a different sub uh, So every, every time there's always a reason. But it's And it's fine. I Whatever logic, don't care. I, yeah. wanna, I, wanna I still want to play the Scorpion and Sub-Zero. You so. better believe yeah. it. <laughs> I want him every time. But, uh, like, man, that's just so hard to... But, yeah, so that song uh, really helped encapsulate this, like, you're on a narrow bridge with spikes below you, and it feels like an action movie, and this is a real scene where the character I chose is, like, if I lose, I am dead. You know, other arcade games didn't have that sense of true, like, oh, my God, if I, one mistake and I'm gone. It's like you Mm. would just put another quarter in, your character flickers or something. (laughs) This was a gruesome end to your character, and this song for the pit really shown through for me and then the genesis version is just so good mm-hmm. it's just eerie and weird mm-hmm. and it's got this great like backing like percussion and drums all yeah. the drums in this stuff is is really good and they just like matt furnace does such a good job of like i'm just gonna like be inspired by the soundtrack and then do something very different mm-hmm. um so we'll do uh, again that's the hall courtyard warrior shrine and the pit all from the original mortal kombat
fight. Mm. <laughs> it's so fascinating how different uh, Pit is in the Genesis version. It'll, I would love to like know the story behind that. Like, did he start? Did maybe Furnace start out thinking like I can do my own stuff, and maybe mm. was directed to stick closer to the original, or maybe yeah, who knows? Ma- yeah, maybe no. you couldn't approximate the Pit how it was in the arcade version right. on a Genesis. Or it could have been like, I could do that better. Or, or differently. Because back in the day, yeah. I feel like, I mean, all these stories of different ports and versions, that like it isn't one team making the Super Nintendo version yeah. and the Genesis version and the Game Boy yeah, version. They're right. all like scattered throughout yeah. other dimensions. And so <laughs> people really had, I think, a little bit more free reign to do what they wanted at mm-hmm. times, I feel so. I guess I can come out in the creative, I guess. That sounds about right, yeah. Another thing listening to all of this is just how freaking great the percussion is in Mortal Kombat yeah. music in general. The just the um, the woodblock sound yeah, that I keep yeah. hearing. Donk. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. And, and yeah, just all those. Even the arcade one when because again, like in an arcade, you would hardly ever hear the music, yeah. but occasionally you would hear certain things come through, and just it had the like audio vocabulary of a martial arts movie or something. Sure. And so mm-hmm. you just felt like I'm playing a movie, and with the actors in the game looking the way they did at the time, it was such a visually distinct experience. Even before you got to the blood, you're like, "What is this?" You're mm-hmm. definitely pulled in, and then when you see the the shock and the violence of it, you're like, "Damn, okay, here we go." <laughs> I don't know how Kano can spin in a ball, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Um, but obviously, Mortal Kombat One, huge success, led to Mortal Kombat Two in the arcade, nineteen ninety three, mm. and also this is this is like peak video game magazine fighting game boom mm-hmm. arcade heyday. Yeah. Like if there's like this is truly back in the day for arcades where it's you would come back to school on Monday from like going to the mall or. Uh, maybe went on vacation over the summer, and you come home, and you're like, guys, I saw Mortal Kombat 2. And it's like, <laughs> your friends would be like, no, you didn't, you liar. <laughs> there's no, And you're like, no. And there's a dude with swords that come out it's of his hands. And another <laughs> guy, <laughs> remember they said Kung Lao in the first one? Well, he's in this one, and he throws a hat with a razor on it. And yeah. it was like, shut up, you idiot. And Reptile's in it. You could just yeah. be Reptile. Yeah. <laughs> there was no way to verify any of that back in the day. So it's like you just had to go on the word, and you just you yeah. found it somewhere else. And then you, you pray a magazine, like, proves it somehow. Yeah. Or the magazine has, like blurry photos and a rumor that there's a Mortal Kombat 2 coming and it just gets oh, rolled out into a 7-Eleven in Chicago because Midway is, you know, yeah, they <laughs> tested around there. Yeah, yeah. In sure. Illinois. That's right. Um, so you would, it was just all rumors and hearsay and, and then like also how fatalities even worked. Like all of it was just info sharing network of, of you know, shoulder to shoulder people. And then with Killer Instinct, it was how do these combos work? Mm. Uh, <laughs> so it, it was just such a different time. Um, and Mortal Kombat 2 was like, I mean, Street Fighter was definitely like when Champion Edition showed up, like, and you could play as the bosses? Like, get out of, get out of my room, you <laughs> liar. Uh, so seeing Mortal Kombat 2 come out and it just, this immediate upgrade, like the, 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 the music, the, the graphics, yeah. the number of characters, the lore, they, and, and they immediately build on the lore. Yeah. And, Building on the lore, it's more characters, and everything just felt like the next big thing was. It was all, deeper, yeah. It was. Mm. It was like immediately, like, hey, they kind of messed up the first ending. Like the, the heroes didn't totally win, so Shao Kahn's like, guess what? I'm in your face, mm. and the world and the story just kind of takes this weird turn where 
things got worse. I thought we were supposed to win. Yeah. And then three does it again, which is which is so good. Yeah. Two. Uh, and I, I recall like the explanation for removal of certain characters, like Kano and Sonya, while they're imprisoned by Shao Kahn That's or right. whatever. You yeah. can see them in the stage, all bound up they're in and the stuff, background. So. And you get Kintaro the. The t- uh, tiger, tiger Goro, striped Goro. Uh, I, there's a lot of great stories. I, I remember going down a YouTube rabbit hole one day on just like how fast between like one they had like one huge success took them by storm. Mm. They just weren't ready for it. Yeah. By the time they needed to make two, they were already making three and things like that. <laughs> uh, I can't remember where I saw all that stuff, but YouTube's a great resource. There's a lot of stuff. Ed Boon's got a lot of great. There's great behind the scenes that. Yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even just how they digitize the actors and seeing them in like in the flesh in these videos. Uh, uh, I actually ran to E3, our booth one day. I can't remember where it was. Mm-hmm. Like, just demoing game to some dude. Just like, oh, thanks. He's like, you in games? He's like, oh, I was I was in a game back in the day. Is Mortal Kombat. Is like the mocap actor for 1, 2, and 3 Liu Kang. I was like, oh, oh, oh my holy God. crap. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Starstruck. <laughs> sit on the ground and start doing the, the bicycle kick in the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, Those ridiculous sounds. But yeah, this geez. I guess Reptile is also a good chance to you know touch on the 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 mystery right of yeah. like hey here's this character and these very specific requirements have to be met and you know magazines aren't don't really know so there's no internet and your mm-hmm. friends don't really know and it's mm-hmm. not until way later do you actually figure out and at this point it's been so long I don't remember how reptile was unlocked in the first we never got to play as him right yeah just, you, you, you had to do some him. stuff on the pit yeah. to and that fight was, him that was one thing I remember being in oh the you'd stories. fight him in the bottom of the pit yeah right? you had to do stuff huh. on the pit but it wasn't like a part of like the main game development they kind of just snuck it in not yeah. everybody knew. Mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah, it was like you had to do certain things and then get like a perfect, two perfects and a fatality. I think it yeah, was on the pit. On the and pit. Then when, mm. when, and the Genesis one, I think it's when, when like something s- crosses the moon. The moon. Yeah. Santa oh, Claus my, flies. Yeah. That's by. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, lots of stuff. And then to to just see Reptile out, and he's also not just a, not just a palette swap. He's got a different hunched over pose. <laughs> right. He's eating people's faces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Reptile yeah. face comes out sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. the movie still hadn't even come out yet. Like, we're yeah. two games in, and all the lore is only in these two games. Um, but Kent- Kentaro gives me bad vibes. He was Think, th- thinking back in the day, I, uh, he was rough. <laughs> Kentaro was rough, and I absolutely loved how Shao Kahn's Main weapon is like it's a cinder block on a pole, yeah. <laughs> and it's just bonk. Get out still, of my face. Still to this day, it's yeah. perfect. Uh, and also, one of the this is this is again we're uh, harping on this like back when I was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, but the the TV commercial for this game when it came out on in '94 on the home consoles. I remember you talked about this. The one, live yeah. action commercial where it's like. You know, it's Reptile, Katana, Baraka, Shao Kahn's, like, in a woods, like, busting trees with his forearms. And video game commercials back in the day, late 80s, early 90s, that was already pretty hard to come by. It wasn't a guaranteed thing, like, on a commercial break, you would even you would even see one. Um, but then, when you did, it was just like seeing something in an arcade where you go back and tell your friends, oh, I saw this, I saw this. And it's like, you had no way to prove it. So mm. you'd go into school and your friend would be like, I just saw the Mortal Kombat 2 commercial... And blah blah, and they breathlessly tell you what happened in it, and you're like, "I wish I could see that. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. I would have to sit and watch TV <laughs> for hours, hoping this commercial would come on." Yeah. And it's on YouTube now, of course. <laughs> it, it instantly found, but uh, it, it was just like that. And the Secret of Mana commercial were two things that I saw precisely once on TV, and like felt like I was gonna faint. Mm. And it just felt like you know. Getting a rare drop in a game now, we're like, I saw it on TV. Man. Uh, but an amazing commercial, 
that again, it, it really gave you the sense of this greediness and that there was a world where these characters interacted and mm-hmm. knew each other and there, there were stakes and that if they failed this time, things were going to get even worse. F- and First time you could play as Shang Tsung. And Shang Tsung. Well. Yeah. So one of those Game Players magazines at like the peak of all this, probably 94 when the, the console versions came out, uh, the, co- the cover has Chief Thunder from Killer Instinct on it, <laughs> and it had every Mortal Kombat two move on like a on a you know gate you know fold, center fold centerfold thing. thing. Yeah. And I just sat and memorized every character's move, every character's fatality, and every morph with Shang Tsung Man. to the point where I would just play as Shang Tsung and morph into whoever I was fighting, and then beat them and use their fatality. <laughs> Disrespecting them. The wow. What a uh, troll. But. I mean, it's also like I'm not good. It's just yeah. <laughs> just the friends you. Had I only know how to play Scorpion. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> just the friends at the time. But like yeah. you know, we would just mash buttons. But I was like, I'm going to learn every move with every character mm-hmm. in MK2. And so for a while, I felt like I was pretty good at it. And as I found, as I got out into the world of entering anything approaching a tournament, I was not. <laughs> I was never good. <laughs> but. Back in those days, learning every move with every character was basically you're the best person. So long as I can show it off to you, I'm the man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. Oh, yeah. I... Someone walks by, and that glance that they get is me doing, like, Scorpion's thing where he oh, pulls yeah. you into hell, and there's yeah. a million Scorpions. Oh, yeah. From three. Um, also, like, uh, this introduced uh, some characters. Oh, every character had two fatalities now? They did, so. yes. yes. And, and, and the and friendships. Friendships, big fatalities. And there are also two stage fatalities where yes. uh, you would, like, like Sub-Zero, for example, one was the ice grenade. I think hold low punch back back down forward. Let go of <laughs> sounds, low punch. Sounds right. From across the screen, he throws an ice grenade. It blows you up. And then mm. your legs stay standing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the deep freeze that. one. Uh, and then the deep freeze, which is a different input to deep freeze. which is And like, then uppercut. Yeah. And then a different input to and uppercut. And it's just a normal uppercut, but yeah. it's not down high punch anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, input, it's yeah. much more complicated. Um, but they changed the – funny you mentioned the, the – Pit stuff that I really enjoyed about one, even if you didn't know the fatalities, you yeah. can still knock them off with just mm-hmm. uppercut. Yeah, this one they did that, go yeah. to. Everyone had a unique command yep. for pit fatality. Yeah, whether it's the Deadpool, whether it's the spikes in the ceiling, yep. whether it was the pit two. Yeah, with the crazy wizard and the dude on fire in the back. Oh, like a, wow. that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they, they actually, have names again in in the yeah. in MK11 that those two dudes are <laughs> on the pit in the back again. Oh so. wow, they're they're also in Mortal Kombat Armageddon, I believe the one that has literally yeah. every character. Yeah, um, man, yeah. crazy. But yeah, just tons of new stuff. And when the home console versions came, they actually all felt more or less on the same playing field. Yeah, Super, yeah. Super NES version was the no-brainer because it mm-hmm. looked and played pretty close to the arcade and mm-hmm. had all the blood. At the time, yeah. Everything they wanted. <laughs> um, so at the time, that was the clear winner. Um, could never, I could never unlock the fights with Jade, Smoke, and Noob Saibot. Noob Saibot was like 50 wins or something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember doing all of that and then getting to them, and the AI is just so difficult. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Jade just mops the floor with me, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, Noob was 50 wins. Smoke was the Dan Ford thing, wasn't it? Oh, Toasty. 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 Down, thing, hit down yeah. in the start. I can't remember what the hmm. – is that Chameleon? Or is that Jade in that one? I can't remember. I think it was Chameleon back in the day, wasn't it? Well, Jade is – Jade. I, for, I yeah. forget where Chameleon Chameleon, I thought, was like MK Trilogy for – Yes. Maybe that is. Yeah. It was Trilogy. Yeah. I believe so. Mixing up my green ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But uh, music side, Pat, I think you had some notes here. Yeah. Um, no, the instrumentation-wise, it felt like a bit of an upgrade. But um, what we're going to listen to is the uh, – well, it's – on the CD, it's labeled Prologue, the Battlefield, and it kind of combines the title screen music with uh, Pit 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Screaming Forest, which is the living forest the best. And I love the Pretty music. Cool. The music in the forest uh, areas in Mortal Kombat are so great with like the use of woodwind 
in there in in combination with like this perilous sounding like mm. uh per, like uh, earth earthly like percussion elements i love it and then uh we've got the armory which um kind of more like uh, asian inspired in- instruments i would say uh my favorite in mortal kombat 2 is the fourth track i picked out here uh w d y l m a i don't know what that stands for uh but that's the combat tomb track the the ceiling spike level uh, okay uh and i i i feel like it's one of the most like melodic tunes in the whole uh in the whole series, like I can hum that anytime I, I think huh. about the it. The yeah. force to me was like the number one, like most remembered. You could you could hear it when you were playing. Yeah, like the stage yeah. was really good. You the have the trees great. going all over the place. The secret characters peeking out behind yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like mentioned that. earlier, like it wasn't just like a you weren't in a kung fu movie in front of like a Chinese theater right. with monks there. It was like now we're getting into like the world a little bit deeper. It feels like there's it's everything's darker. Everything's yes. grittier, nastier. The, the faces you're on not the an trees. Earth, you're an yeah. The faces on the trees were so creepy. They scared me. As a kid, like uh, uh, when yeah. you get to the end of that that living forest level, there's like the grinning trees on the oh, sides yeah. and stuff. Always scared me. It's but. pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, we, we've got uh, the battlefield uh, prologue, the battlefield, uh, the screaming forest, the armory, and <gasps> WDYLMA.
brings me back. <laughs> Definitely uh, to legitimately countless hours on Super NES playing this <laughs> just over and over and over yeah. again. And you're saying some of that is synthesizer with live instruments? Yeah, I think the guitar was... Clearly that sounded record. live. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely live. And um, it, it's interesting because Pit 2 is essentially, it's like the courtyard revisited yeah. with like wailing guitars this time. Yeah. Um, really, really love the upgrade. And I don't know what, I mean, I th- there were some notes you mentioned where like what synthesizers people were using or what technology they were using. But a lot of this, when I listen to it, it really reminds me of this time period. Yeah. I mean, duh. <laughs> but things remind me of when they came out. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm a professional podcast. <laughs> uh, but what I what I mean by that is like a lot of the it's a lot of music choices or instrumentation choices that I only hear from like this specific era. Sure. Um, so like Tommy Tallarico stuff from some mm. of his albums, uh, like his greatest hits albums, where he like shows, gives you the studio versions of the Super NES or Genesis versions, yeah, of Earthworm Jim or Skeleton Warriors or whatever game right. we're talking about. It's like that. Yeah. Uh, there's some things in there that I'm like, that sounds like the same library he maybe pulled from, and then also a lot of turbo turbo CD music, turbo mm. turbo duo music, um, like Shadow of the Beast. There's some stuff in there. That's where I'm going to lose everybody. Yeah, sure. lost so, uh, I'll do that episode sometime. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just it's just interesting how that sound is just so gone. Mm. And I'm guessing that's just you know the libraries or the hardware people had. And that's what they made the music with. Right. And of course, uh, MK2 was the introduction of Toasty. Toasty. Uh, which Dan Ford himself. Dan Ford himself and his visage appears on the bottom oh, yeah. uh, right or left corner got a, of the game. Yeah, there's a there's a, a a clip on YouTube of him explaining the uh, Ooh. the meaning behind it. Well, it, it, it's one of those um, taunts that I used to I used to taunt Ed when we were playing uh, Super High Impact. Football. You game. know, when the two sides, the two football sides are coming to the line of scrimmage, I you know I'd say, "Hi, I predict toast." Like you're toast, right? And somehow that turned in, turned into I predict toasty, <laughs> and then it <laughs> became toasty. And then uh, someone else in the studio suggested, you should put some of that weird stuff you say into the games. And we're like, nah, that's a bad idea. And we're like, eh, maybe, you know, maybe we'll do it. So, we, so Ed came up with, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, and so basically <laughs> in the game, if you, his head comes out on the acid pool, the Deadpool stage, and he says, Toasty, you hit, like, down and start. It's like down start, yeah. And mm. then that's your path to smoke or something. Wow. I, I forget how it's it It's like works. you have found a secret portal. Yeah. Like that, that portal stage actually comes up, doesn't it? Oh, man, Doesn't it's it? been so long. I think long. it does with like the floating guys yeah. in the background. Oh, maybe it does. I think uh, I think because of compression, like everyone as a kid always came up with, "What is that guy saying?" Like they would always yeah. think that it's one. I knew because the magazines were actually on top of it, uh, and actually wow. like he's saying toasty. Right. Um, we have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, no, no idea why. <laughs> we Scorpion won't. shoots fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so good. But yeah, uh, love those little Easter eggs, silly yeah. things that devs include yeah. just just for giggles and MK is inside like, jokes essentially. Yeah. And MK has just always been like the game for that stuff, just yeah. digging deep. Um, and then to to the point now where you know they can fill a crypt with uh, just tons and tons <laughs> like of stuff, old references to yeah. stuff. And like I remember, like MK Nine running through all that stuff, just as much mm. stuff as I could dig through, and you know, some of the PS2 games, mm-hmm. just lots of stuff to play God, with. And of I course, did, I did that in Deception. Man. Of course, let me tip my hat to Shaolin Monks. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, boy. Yes. yes. Um, but we're focusing on the original <laughs> uh, older games here, some of the original games. Although, Shaolin Monks, we could have we could have found a way to make it make sense. <laughs> uh, I just don't remember that soundtrack particularly well. Yeah. <laughs> I um, remember the Terminator 2 reference when you kill Scorpion and it 
Thumb, really? thumbs oh, up into the thumbs lava. Up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to play that game again. So good. Uh, but Mortal Kombat 3 uh, slash yes. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, first came out in arcades in 95. Mm-hmm. Um, came out right as the uh, PlayStation launched in the U.S., actually. Um, so it was very weird for, like, the Saturn being out, the PlayStation is out, yeah, and the N sixty four is still might have still been called Ultra sixty four at this time. It, I can't yeah. remember. It was still, yeah, because I think it took a while eventually to get MK Trilogy on N sixty four, which was right. the big one that had like literally it was like everybody, people from one, two, and oh, yeah. three. It and was like clowns in there as well, it, and Sub Zero yeah. and his brother. <laughs> yeah, it was just like copy all. <laughs> that was yeah. great. That, that's what I wanted. Back yeah, that was, that was yeah. like the it, the modern day like Mugen Mugen. Mugen. Yeah, yeah. Was so good, <laughs> but um. It was just strange at the time to play this fighting game on a Super NES, which was finally starting to feel a little old, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel quite as cutting edge, and then it didn't come to PS1. It did eventually. Eventually. It did, because I remember that yeah. was the a one year or where two later. when there was a big thing. It was like, the PS1 one is, is a great version of the game, yeah. until someone picks Shang Tsung, because it has to load, load the face. every oh, single no. time. Anymore. So like the game stops, and it's like, now oh, loading. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, if you did an animality uh, on mine... I, and I, re- I had a VCR hooked up to record things because I was recording myself course, playing games yeah. by then. By cause this is like '95, so if we did an animality on certain stages or with certain characters, the animal noise, like the shark, would come up from underneath, yep. and it should make a animal noise, and it would just play like, like white noise hissing static. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> we can't give her any more. We're giving her all she's <laughs> doing everything we can. My my first memory of Mortal Kombat three was actually seeing it being played on a big it must have been like a pro- projector against a wall. I was on the boardwalk in, in New Jersey in Seaside Heights, w- walking with my family and I, re- I recall like Reptile and another character. They're fighting. Two two people were playing and I remember being actually scared <laughs> for some reason. Because like the there was a, a bit of a graphical overhaul from two going into three, and it yeah. the characters all the digitized actors seemed even more lifelike in this one. And I guess that's that's what made me a little like yeah. And they initially. recast some people because they were they getting did. they were getting they they went more and more for like because the movie was a thing by now, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think they were going for more like well, not necessarily we don't need like martial artists, we need like actors and actresses or models, right? And I think there were some rights issues with some oh, of the previous they? characters too, yeah. So hmm. um, that's why Liu Kang was different. Yeah, he was different. Yeah. yeah. So lots of new characters, like tons of new characters. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you get Cyrax and Sector, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Nightwolf, Cabal, Sindel, Shiva, Striker. Smoke is Stryker, now Smoke yes. is back, but he's a robot. He's a robe. He's robot. really cheap. Yeah. Robot. Uh, <laughs> Jax Jax gets his metal arms. Kano is back uh, yeah. from the first game. Kung Lao and Liu Kang return. Sonya's back from the second one. Sub Zero with first his one. mask off. Yeah, uh, yep. who's the brother? That's the yes, the, he's, the good brother. He's the yeah. good brother of the old Sub Zero who is who you can Noob play. Cybot. Who you can play in UMK three. In UMK three, who becomes uh, Noob Saibot? Yeah. Uh, and then Spoiling. Shang Tsung is in it, although it's like Shang Tsung has like the the black hair and ponytail. Yes, that's right. Like yeah. very lanky, like very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Noob Saibot is your hidden opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was super fun to play. I was so bummed to see Johnny Cage and Raiden removed. Yeah. Uh, there, I think there there might have been reasons actor wise for that, but also in the lore they killed Johnny Cage off, mm-hmm. which annoyed me because he was my go to character. Oh, yeah. Fair. Yeah. My my. <laughs> This is, this is about the time where I finally got my brothers to play this game as well, mm. and 
the easier the moves, they they love the character. And eventually, Shiva would always be a mainstay because it was oh, the man. one like we we don't know how to deal with this this jumping <laughs> teleport down up down up down up down yeah. up down up. Yeah. Oh, that's with Sector all all day long. Homing missile, homing missile is homing so missile stupid. uppercut. Homing missile God. uppercut. <laughs> Uh, love Sector, um, but like again, but they they also added a lot of stuff here. Where like the combat codes, mm-hmm. so you get these very yeah. very cool matchup screens. The do do do, where these yes. at the time head, to head yeah, very, at the time very high res, like yes. face stare down, like me versus you, like the two slabs like knocking against yeah. each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was super you, cool. And then you all start mashing buttons, and there's these MK dragon symbols at the bottom. And every time you push a button, for, while it's loading for these like five seconds. Mm-hmm. You can affect some element of the game, and yeah. you can accidentally nerf yourself. That's yeah. I was just like, I always do it. Like, what is this? And it's you a turn yourself block, in blocking disable, and I'm like, what? The? Or yeah. invisible, turn invisible. Yeah, and you yeah. just like actually start over. And then <laughs> in arcade, you're like, that was fifty cents, yeah. man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but man. it continues the story again. So we've gone almost sequentially, like ninety two, ninety three. You went from an hour in the ninety-five. The normal. Yeah. You went to, from Earth to Outworld, and now That's like right. both of the realms are kind of mixing together on top of each other. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and uh, I think the lore-wise, the, the the lore reason for Raiden not being able to fight is he can't. He has no power in Outworld. So if it's melded or whatever, yeah, I think it's like it's weird. It was like Shang Tsung, or no, Shao Kahn loses. But he's basically like, I don't care. Screw it. Yeah. Like I don't care about the old ancient rules. I'm invading yeah. Earth anyway. Uh, which is a pretty cool idea and a pretty baller move on Shang- <laughs> on Shao Kahn's part. Um, and the movie's kind of the Annihilation movie kind of is inspired by this. Oh boy. Can't remember, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and Raiden, you know, has to go around and like talk to the Elder Gods and be like, "What is this?" And then, it, plot-wise, on paper, Annihilation <laughs> is great. Uh, James Rumar has Raiden. Watching <laughs> it, twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watching it, who boy, yeah. it is just. A vessel for a soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> uh, but also, I guess I slide aside, music-wise, the MK1 soundtrack uh, basically inspired yeah. my entire musical choice of the 90s. <laughs> there you go. Gravity Kills, KMFDM, Tracy Lords, and the Lords of Acid slash the Immortals, all that stuff. Um, oh, man. Rammstein, hell yeah. <laughs> there we go. Can, can you believe, though, that MK3 launched without... Katana, Reptile, and Scorpion, and, Scorpion. and they were and they were added later to, to Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah. I remember picking Cyrex the first time. Be like, oh, Scorpion looks a little different. <laughs> like, oh, oh no! What's a <laughs> oh? What's a laser net? <laughs> um, but also added this combo system where uh, you know you still had high punch, low punch, high kick, low kick. And this was the run button now too. Block button. Yes. And now they added this run button where <laughs> yeah, every time you hit it, you Colossus kind of spam noise. It. Yeah. <laughs> a magfest uh, staple. Yeah. So you run, but the other thing was like these dialogue combos where if you get close and you go like, you know, like the sector one. I again, it's the muscle memory. If you mm-hmm. ask me to do it, I can't. But yeah. it's like I think it's just like just, and if you do these things sequentially. Combos come out, yes. and this was—I I don't know development-wise, but at, in the arcade, as a fan at the time, it seemed like, hey, if there's one criticism Mortal Kombat One and Two were getting compared to other things, whether it's Virtua Fighter, whether it's Street Fighter, whatever it is, it's like, hey, the combos in this aren't really—you know—they're a thing, but it's not like these games. Right. And so now they also had Killer Instinct to contend with, and all these other games are getting sequels. Street Fighter Alpha is a thing now, so mm. like, okay, well, here's you want combos, here you go. And Killer Instinct was, you know, very programmatic, like, memorize this stuff. And so MK3 was kind of the same, where it's just like high punch, high punch, high kick, high kick, backwards high kick. Yeah, everyone had, like, mm. two or three solid big ones. You had characters like Jade that had, like, long, yeah. nine oh hit ones as well. And she it was, was rough to and fight it was against. pretty satisfying. <laughs> like, if you were able to get in close and hit that, it yeah. just felt like, 
and they had a really good imp- impact impact yeah, to them, right? Mm-hmm. And it felt really intense. And it if did. you get a knockdown sector, boom, I'm coming up from the ground, getting yeah, that uppercut. <laughs> On top of that, uh, certain stages, if you uppercut them, they like, oh, yeah. they they, they, yep. they go through the ceiling, and you end up in another level. Yeah, it yeah. just very theatrical, very yeah. thinking about the experience of the noise and the the, mm-hmm. the 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 just the yeah the experience of playing it, not just yeah. what does the game play like, but like shock and awe and surprise and yeah. like just whoa, did you see that? Just those kinds of moments. There was mm-hmm. MK three was very good about those. Yeah. But it kinda got blasted to the sun immediately and replaced with UMK three mm-hmm. to the point where like I hardly ever see MK three reference. Pretty rare, yeah. yeah. And there were so many like between Ultimate and uh trilogy and things like that. There's yeah. just way better versions. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't know like, you know, in the grand scheme of like what's a better fighting game. I don't sure. know the balance changes, I don't know any of that, but mm. just casually, characters, backgrounds, all this stuff is UMK three is the way to go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, musically, uh, more like industrial. I yeah, would say. yeah, that's about right. very metallic sounding. Like, uh, th- pick, think of MK2's Armory music, like dialed up, <laughs> in a sense. L- lots of cool percussive elements, things like that. Um, but I, I, I really like Three's music. I think it's like a natural evolution from one yeah. and two. So. And I mean, this is yeah. yeah, a lot of industrial music was on their movie soundtrack. Exactly. So I feel like that was kind of influencing. For I sure, didn't, I didn't realize they were this close. Yeah, so yeah. that was the thing. That yeah. I swear, there's a. I'll send you guys a link someday, but like YouTube rabbit hole of like the development process between one, two, and three, and how much time they didn't have, and things they wanted to do, and how three was a little rushed. Mm. But I didn't realize April '95 in arcade for MK3, and then by November UMK3 was out. Yeah, it was yeah. really quick. I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah, I knew it, it was soon. But it took man. a sold you a couple thousand dollars worth of arcade machines. <laughs> right. Like, hey guys, we got a new one for you. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it was a bit long. Uh, I guess UMK3 though took a bit more time. It was early '96, I think. It was definitely later for yeah. for consoles. It oh, took, it was June '96. It, it took yeah, a minute for consoles. Yeah, because yeah, so. by the time it came out on Super NES, I I was like kind of out, over it. Like, mm. I, well, Super NES in general, like I was going to get Kirby Superstar when that happened a little <laughs> later down the line. But for getting brand new games on Super NES, it was like, well, we know this system's kind of on the way out. So, mm. uh, but definitely got MK3 on uh, and MK Trilogy on PS1 for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your music choices. Yeah. So uh, the roof. So you'll get an immediate sense of the metallicness of it. Lots of ominous choir, dirty bassy synths, orc hits in this one, Ooh, I love which it. I really like. Uh, I also picked Subway. I think this one's the most comparable to the movie score. Uh, very industrial, some wailing guitar in there, kind of like in two. Um, the bridge, and this the bridge is the track I immediately think of when I think of MK3. It's mm. got this like uneasiness to it really cool timpani work that sort of thing what's then, a timpani 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 timpanies <laughs> uh timp- type of drum look it up timpani drum um, that's why i'm asking you drummer i don't own timpanis but uh you'll hear them uh and then finally the pit uh have another met, have you met timpani <laughs> a relative of Tim Terry. <laughs> uh, and then The Pit, which is driven by an ominous choir. And when I listen to it now, it just makes me think of Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> for yeah. some reason. I saw that in your yeah. notes, and I'm like, I that has to be a typo. <laughs> it's honorable mention, though. I do have to give it up for the, the street one. I think it's yeah. called Street. Oh, is that the, the one? It's, like, it's yeah. the one that starts to like, doom, doom, doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it uses like the Sonya Blade like effects of getting hit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a weird half hip hop, half industrial thing. It is. I really, let's, uh, we'll play that live really quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's dun, talk about it. Dun, dun. <laughs> yes. Like, this is 
But if I, can, it, I can see the paper flying through the air on the stage. And oh, stuff. this sure. track eventually goes into the courtyard uh, melody. Oh, you can yeah. tell already. Yeah, yeah the bass line. Bam, bam. Yeah. Uh, this is the most like 1990 thing I've ever heard. I think that's so why true. it sticks. Yeah. Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so nope. we're going into the roof, the yep. subway, the bridge, and the pit from UMK3.
you got to explain the banjo kazooie thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the ominous choir and and the trumpets remind me of like uh, what is it? Mad Monster Mansion level in banjo kazooie. I think that's what it's you called. You say so. Yeah, we covered the show uh-huh. seven years uh-huh. ago. So. <laughs> you, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen to and like Gruntilda's theme, it kind of fits in. Um, Good old yeah. Grunty. Those yeah. yeah, those trumpets. Then also, per my thing earlier about hey, the music from this era all sounds similar. Uh, Warcraft two also, I think, pulled from maybe some similar sound libraries or whatever it is. Because yeah, the trumpets in that yeah. sounded yeah. like Warcraft two to me, mm. uh, which is also an episode we did with Tim three years ago. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it yeah. has been yeah. it has been a life. All that music takes me back to MK three. Really did have a solid. Solid yeah, I, I definitely went into this thinking like, oh, I definitely remember one the most and two mm. a little and three. I don't know if I remember any songs specifically, but uh, Bridge and Pit, absolutely. Wait, yeah. so it's when you hear them. There's not yeah. like one song aside mm-hmm. from maybe Street for me that I'm like, that's the one that I remember. And yeah. then you hear them and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I know exactly. You, you get the stage pictured in your mind. Yeah, and I just imagine like usually a boss or an AI just like cheesing me to death. Yeah, just like, do it. Uh, you do something and Jade runs right through it and oh, destroys God. you. Trying to sweep any AI character and they're just like, and you're thrown. Yep. And you're yeah. thrown. Like, what? When you got to the one right before Endurance, it was like they're oh gonna they're prepared to die. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Endurance matches. <sighs> oh, those, those are all the way since one. Yeah. yeah, wow. I forgot about that. Oh, speaking of which, I have a, a sound clip from Dan Forden about talking specifically. This was in the behind the scenes for MK3. Uh, he gives a little like how he came up with the tracks and things like that you try to imagine the action of playing the game and what the music's gonna do to like get you revved up (laughs) Ed gives me a videotape of just sort of scrolling through the backgrounds I just look at that and uh, try to get some idea about the kind of mood the kind of setting that we're trying to represent. Now this one in particular I was thinking, well this reminds me of Mortal Kombat 2. It's got that uh, very dark outworld feel that looks like Goro with this green thing in his mouth. I try to get a rhythm going and then uh, fill it out with harmony. Toasty! Toast, toast, toasty! <laughs> it evolved from your toast. That's Ed Boon, pitched down Jackson. a few semitones. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I just forgot about that stage when he said the green Goro thing. Yeah, I'm like, that okay, gooey thing. I know exactly what you're talking yep. about. The little weird, of course, wobbly flubber green flubber. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly flubber. Yeah, wow, man. Oh, good stuff. So after MK3, there was a little game called Mortal Kombat 4. <laughs> bum bum bum. <laughs> Which yeah. I, I I I remember renting and I remember ogling at the N64 packaging. Mm-hmm. At uh, my local department store, I uh, remember seeing the arcade cabinet and just like terrifying, like Quanchi oh, on yes. the side. Like his eyes are like bulging out. Oh my god! And I remember because yeah. they did some of the cutscenes. I can't remember where, but there's like live action stuff. Where where does that exist? Again? I think that was that? MK Mythologies Sub Zero. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same the actors, PS1 version. Yeah, yeah, yes, because yeah, yeah. um, the one who played Quan Chi in the live action was also he like was Baraka also and Kano yep. and things like that in the in the games. So MK4 though, like I, you know, it, it was a sign of the times they wanted to adapt to 3D because everyone was doing 3D at that time in in '97. So yeah, I guess it's important to note at this point. Yeah, we'd moved away from. Like at this point, Street Fighter Three was out, or maybe had just come out. New generation, uh, yeah. new generation version, and stuck to sprites like these beautifully animated, super detailed sprites that mm-hmm. at the time 
definitely not appreciated as much as they should have been. Yeah, uh, for sure. As years wore on, Street Fighter Three definitely found yeah. its found its place, uh, especially with Third Strike, obviously yeah. um, becoming its own legend in its own right. But there was no getting around things like Virtua Fighter, Tekken. I mean, even Toshinden as a as a Oof. PlayStation launch title was a big deal. Street Fighter EX even. and Street Fighter yeah. EX was you know yeah. the Street Fighter equivalent. Um, some Mortal Kombat by '97 was like okay, yeah, we got a and they used <laughs> uh, and they had War Gods to build from. Oh man, I've got oh, the card of that at home. If you guys wow. want to play something, I've I, never played it. I, I got played, it. <laughs> I played a lot you of. Don't, War you don't know anything about my Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> my Kabuki Joe is on point. Kabuki <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Uh, uh. But uh, so I, I <laughs> so I never owned MK4, but I did rent it a bunch on N64 and uh, heavily enjoyed it. And by God, those ending cutscenes are are a gem. <laughs> I also I also rented it a ton from our from our local farm. There it uh, is. The only other guy, yeah, who's <laughs> ever been on the show. Who knows farm Oh man! But uh, yeah, I was just enamored with the there was there was just a lot of stuff that was different. You got weapons. You could pull out weapons right. at different times. But it, it, like it required a button combo. Yeah, like where yeah. I think I stumbled upon it accidentally. There was always like an icon or like a bar at the bottom that said you got like something. Yes, like what your weapon was. I think Johnny Cage had an axe or but, something like that. Yeah, there yeah. was enough different stuff between that and the 3D movement. I was like, ugh. So yeah, but, we saw a lot of returning uh, characters in this one. I was glad to see Johnny Cage back, of course, Liu Kang, Raiden, Jax. Reptile, Scorpion, Sonya, Sub-Zero, but the, lots of new characters in this one. And at first, uh, like, Kid Me was like a little puzzled, but some of them were neat. We, Fujin, Jarek, Kai, Meets, Quan Chi, Reiko, <laughs> Shinnok, and Tanya. Yeah. Was it one of the guys, the, the guy that looked like uh, to Batman Forever Robin? Or Batman and Reiko. Bat, Bat, Batman and Robin Robin. Yes, Reiko. He's got like the little like Dick Grayson mask. Yeah, yeah, he totally oh, does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he throws shurikens, I think. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So is Kano is the Kano ending the one? No, it's it's Jax's ending. Uh, or uh Jarek's en- uh It's Jax's ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jax is the classic, right. Uh voiced by Jax voiced by Ed Boo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pitch pitch down. In anticipation of this episode I've shown this to probably three people who have never seen it. Amazingly. Oh, this is up man. there with like like Kazuya dropping Heihachi yeah. off the cliff thing. <laughs> oh man. Legend. It's incredible. Guys won. You're coming back with me. Never, Sonya. I agreed to help defeat Shinnok, not turn myself into the special forces. The Black Dragon live on. <laughs> the Black Dragon died with Kano. You're the last one, Jarek. Never! <laughs> and off he goes. <laughs> Yeah, this is Lieutenant Sonya Blade. But wait, it's not over. Oh, no. As a kid, I was so felt so betrayed during that. When I like his little, his little hum here. Wait for it. I promise, too late, Jarek. You can't drop me. You have to uphold the law. You have to arrest me. Wait, wait. This is brutality. You can't do it. Wrong, Wrong Jarek. This is not a brutality. This is a fatality. <laughs> I love to even get the bump, bump, bump. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, man, they do not man. make them like that anymore. Yeah, wow. H- highly recommend. Uh, there's this uh, old series from a defunct gaming website, Crispy Gamer. They did this series called Great Moments in Voice Acting where mm-hmm. they highlighted great moments in voice acting like it's that. Uh, and they call they call to mind Jax's um, ending. I mean, it's a special moment in time that yes. we'll kind of never have again. Yep. Uh, and I miss it. 
yeah. So. Um, but yeah, MK4 music wise. Music wise, so um, oh, you, it looks like you chose Mortal Kombat Gold, or is that uh, just another? It's the same. It's that's the same. That's, that's basically the ultimate version. It's like of four three, plus, right? yeah. which was a Dreamcast launch title. Nine nine nineteen ninety nine. Uh, that means that's gonna be thirty years old this year. <laughs> What? Wait, no. 20 years old, 20. sorry. Jesus. I was like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on I mean, a second. Processing, processing. <laughs> look, look, you're going to blink and it's going to be 30 yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Gold added some Well, hang character. on. No oh. one knows when we're listening to this episode. That's true. It true. could be 30 years. Um, uh, Gold added uh, Baraka, Cyrax, Katana, Kung Lao, and Melina. And there were also secret uh, characters in Sector, Noob Saibot. And Fine, that interesting. Yes. I guess they came in strong with a lot of new characters and then yeah. Yeah. brought especially, back the OGs. Especially if you're trying to make a console thing. It's like, hey, you know, I want to feel good about this purchase, so mm-hmm. give me the warm fuzzies with a bunch of characters I know. And inter- interestingly, there were two releases of gold that you would know if you, depending on the color of the disc. If it, if it was gold, it was the launch version, which had some issues with it, and then they re-released it with uh, a red disc, which had some like improvements and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I didn't know that. If you uh, you know ever seek out a copy, make sure you get the red disc <laughs> version. But uh, uh, musically, uh, I was listening to it, and there was a CD release of three and four's music together. Um, and, uh, you know, I, growing up, I didn't, you know, recall a lot of the music in four, but re-listening, I did find some, some, uh, I was going to say slammers or songs that slap. I don't know what they could slap or they could bop or they could could be bops. Some bops. Um, um, they could be bangers. I feel like that, I feel like that one's almost on the way out though. Bangers bangers is, uh, yeah, you got to pick kind of getting old. Yes. Tread, tread, tread carefully. Um, I picked, uh, the woods. This one recalls. MK2's living uh, screaming woods area. Um, it's also used in the ice pit, ice pit stage. Mm-hmm. Very fluty again, very reminiscent of MK2, but with its own distinct melody, which I liked. Nice. Uh, I also picked Prison. This one is really upbeat, ominous chorus and synths, very reminiscent of MK3. So I think we're seeing here like it's calling back to the past in in a sense and mm-hmm. doing, trying something new with mk2 and three's musical styles mm-hmm. and then i picked the screw now this one is not actually <laughs> hubba, hubba. <laughs> this one is actually not in the game it's an unused mk4 track so it's only on the cd release um, but this one i found very reminiscent of mk3 as well and dare i say even like the uh the mk movie scores yeah. so i i really dug it and almost wish it was in there but um yeah so we'll uh we'll Sound off with the woods, prison, and the screw.
Uh, wow, you weren't kidding. Uh, uh, that is full-on <laughs> Mortal Kombat yep. techno syndrome. Man. Um, which by 99, I feel like that sound was getting kind of like not popular. Yeah. I feel like that was its identity for so long. It yeah. was trying to keep that, like, you remember us, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were all those were really good. I didn't play much four because mm-hmm. I went basically from trilogy, and then I kind of missed a lot after that. But uh, I like those. Even for me, like four, it's like definitely. I mean, they do the ones like the forest that call back a hundred percent to yeah. like, the old stages for sure. Uh, which makes me makes me sad. Like the screw one that we just played, I really like that. It was like, great. I wish it was there wasn't much otherwise game, that yeah. I could that I feel that even MK3 style. If you played it, I'd, it'd be hard to remember a stage or right. a exactly. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with that said, uh, one of my favorite things about four is the continue screen. I do remember the, the falling screen. one. The falling, just, yes. you're falling down yeah. a well perpetually, perpetually like, until that actually has a decent track behind it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to play it back actually. Yes, so good. And just so, just imagine your character's body flailing like yeah. awkwardly as it's falling to its. Like it, got, it got uppercutted off the pit, basically. Yeah. It's just yeah. like waiting to hit the bottom. And so when it hits zero, um, I think the track will actually demonstrate the hitting of zero. I'll uh, skip ahead here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. We're coming up. Couldn't even one. detect it happen. One. That's good cut. Zero. So spike trap Man, at really the bottom. Sell that one. <laughs> so I feel like, I, wait, I missed the beginning where the... the oh, yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, wait, what was that? That was just a scream. Uh, I, th- I think in the CD release, he uh, Forden added these like sound effects sure, and yeah, okay. stuff. But uh, <laughs> I love those kind of continue <laughs> screens. Um, like Final Fight had it with like yeah. Hagar blowing the di- dynamite. <laughs> the, dude, the, um, the Ninja Gaiden arcade. Ninja Gaiden arcade is brutal. The king of them. Yes. Uh, yeah. MK4 comes close though <laughs> with, with its br- brutality. That's that um, is super fun. But yeah. Yeah, um, that stuff. But yeah, that takes us to the end of the show. That's uh, kind of your your first era of Mortal Kombat, yeah. um, the original trilogy, and then four kind of wrapping up the nineties. Yeah. Uh, tons of great stuff. And as you, it took us like thirty minutes to get even to one song, uh, <laughs> just because there's so much fun and you know, so much lore. Not just nostalgia, even just because it, it carries into the modern day. I mean, nine, ten, eleven have been great, and it's mm-hmm. super fun to see these characters in the story modes. Like, yeah. I love following what their antics and all the. Just absolute nonsense, and the MK9 story is so fun. They Go, all, yes. they all going I just, back I just through started eleven. And it's it's the story is going to be a Mortal Kombat story, but they do it so well. Yeah, they like, do it very yeah. very well. So I I dabbled in a bit in four and just a tiny bit in Deadly Alliance, but Deception is what really brought. Me that's back. the one I remember. I, I didn't play it at the time, I but that's the one. It I was I remember working in Toys R Us. There's your bingo <laughs> bingo card. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a while. R.I.P. Or are they back now? Who can say? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember when Deadly Alliance came out, mm-hmm. and then Deception, and thinking like, are these good? Because like, I no, none of my immediate friends were playing them really. And then years later, by the time Armageddon came out, I was working at Games mm-hmm. Radar, and I was like, well, this game's actually pretty cool. It has like mm-hmm. every character, and the opening cutscene to Armageddon is nuts. Yes, I I really want to rewatch that. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then by the time MK9 came out. I loved how it basically started where Armageddon ends. Yes, where everyone died. And everyone's dying, and Raiden's like, I got to fix this. Yeah. And I, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, very well done. Also, Deception was the first online uh, Mortal Kombat game. Oh, really? Uh, oh, my username on there was Babality. <laughs> the Babality? Wow, you were Babality. I was Babality, and I rage quit a lot, I'm sorry oh, to boy. say. Well, it's in keeping with the name. I was a high schooler. I was angry, you know. 
Now they've even integrated stuff like the quitalities in the games. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. If you, Which is f- fantastic. I, I, I've, yeah. I've seen where people just get like the you know network disconnection thing, but usually if you quit, usually you know unceremoniously in other games it just says, sorry, the game's over. But in this one, like if it's close, I think if they're close to being dead or something uh. like that, you're just about to get them. They actually does like a what now in the new games is kind of like a brutality like Sub Zero like freeze them and crush them type thing yeah mm. or something comes from the sky and just like randomly yeah. hits them and <laughs> really explode. brutal yeah. yeah says Quitality so a nice little nod that's fun yeah um but yeah I mean you know despite where we work now uh, <laughs> that's like neither here nor there when it comes to the show having been doing it since 2011 always mm-hmm. just sharing positively the history of game music and talking about all these different franchises and games that are near and near to our hearts yeah. Um, and this seemed like a good time, you know. It's all Mortal Kombat's obviously fresh of mind, so talking about all the original games seemed like the right time to do it. And I, and even cosmically speaking, like I love the disparity between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. They mm-hmm. are both yep. like you need them both. Like they both <laughs> do very different things, yeah. and there's absolutely a reason for both. And fans of one are fan of both. And even it, uh, Ed Boon in a recent interview with Game Informer said uh, his favorite fighting game studio outside of NetherRealm is Capcom. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all good. And even like even when we're, you know, we're all at Evo and you get to see everything played at a high level like that, like, yeah. you know, the Tekken team is always hard at work and like those games are awesome. Like mm-hmm. it's just a it's there's no reason to be exclusive exclusive about it. Yeah, all those Not brands have had so many so many years under the belt and seeing them kind of like come from, you know, the Street Fighter 2s or the Mortal Kombat 1s or like the original Tekkens to now what they are today. Yeah. It's like it's it's been a long time coming. It's a yeah. lot of those similar heads that are still working on yeah. those games too. So yeah. and that's super cool to see. It's awesome. And we did a Tekken episode probably like six years ago at this <laughs> point. Um, Tekken music one, two, three, and tag three are some like three and tag. absolute favorite songs of yep. all time in mm. there. So uh, go back and listen to that. I think that's from like twenty twelve or thirteen. <laughs> uh, so you can find that uh, on vgempire.com or on iTunes. But uh, you can comment on the episode at vgempire.com. I uh, do read all the comments, and it always you know warms my heart to see people share their thoughts or the songs that meant something to them or their memories of playing these games. Um, anywhere to spark discussion about the music in the games and uh, your your experience with them. Um, VG Empire on Twitter as well, where you can uh, follow along. Uh, don't tweet a whole lot, but it's a good way to know when a new episode might be dropping since we are not on a super rigid schedule these days. Mm. Um, but trying to keep them a little more... Regular, the regular. Word. Yeah, <laughs> we've more got cons- more consistent than seventeen and eighteen. We've got a lot of ideas and plans. So. Yep, there's there's a lot, and yeah. we just recently posted a little late a 2018 wrap up where <laughs> in April it's like two, yeah, it's like two hours long. It's and fiscal it's, year, come on, guys. Yeah, that was the jo- that, yeah, was, that was, the was the joke, joke actually. Uh, <laughs> Japanese fiscal. Um, but yeah, we talked about you know a lot of the modern games uh, and songs from 2018 that leapt out at us from yeah. anything from Monster Hunter World to uh, Monster Boy. And the Cursed Kingdom and other monster games. <laughs> uh, Met Messenger in there, of course. Yes. Uh, lots of good stuff. But uh, that's that's my plug. It's just VGEmpire.com, and I uh, appreciate everyone listening. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Patrick KUL. Uh, that's you. Sharing that VGM joy, because I love it. And uh, Mike, where can we find you? Uh, I guess at Twitter. I think my name is... At Twitter. Just search Mike. You, know, you don't want to look at those replies. There's not very many. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird name. I think it's just M-I-K-E-E-B-1-3 on Twitter. Yeah, Mikeeb. Yep. Find me. Cool. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and taking us out. I think we settled on the MK2 ending music. 
I suppose. I mean, if it were up to me, I'd be like Immortals Johnny Cage. Well, yeah. <laughs> Take it out with a bang. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, you know, the licensed world. I mean, this is all technically, you know, real music. Yes. Um, but, you know, once lyrics and a band like Immortals is involved, I, I've always tried to stay away from it. But I, I agree. You. In my heart of hearts, that's, of course. that's what I hey, would uh, do. Uh, Just Shapes and Beats for Switch, PS4, and PC has Techno Syndrome. Oh, you really? You can unlock it. Oh, there you wow. go. Man, da- dare I? Yes. <laughs> dare I do it? Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, MK2 ending is pretty cool. Cool. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you.